Good morning, my young bulls. Welcome to another COW Checked or Wrecked podcast. It's been a wild ride these last three weeks, and today we are going to be talking about those three weeks. I'm here today with the almighty Odd Father and Riley Hot Wheels column. Yes, sir. And, <laughs> and we're going to be talking about these last three weeks, and then we're going to be talking about next week going in to see who we think is going to be winning, who we think is in the early MVP candidate talk, offensive player of the year, all that stuff we're going to cover today. And yeah, and then we're going to talk about the Raiders and Saints game because we have to because last time we talked, uh, Riley thought the Raiders were going to lose very badly to the Saints. So make sure to cover that as well. But Riley, for you, in the last week, and Audie, um, in the last week, what was the biggest like shocking game to you guys? And like in these last three weeks, who's been the most disappointing player or team? you guys did not expect uh i think the most disappointing team has been the vikings for me um, oh yeah i think their schedule i looked at the schedule and i was like wow the vikings have a pretty good chance to start off hot they're playing you know some decent teams packers colts they're playing you know decent teams but i think Kirk cousins has just played awful i was completely wrong about the vikings this year i had picked them to be my five seed in the playoffs and they have been really disappointing I would say one little spotlight for the Vikings that they showed last week. Who did they play? It was they played the, the Titans, and Justin Jefferson played very well. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Their better. little spotlight was Justin Jefferson. So I wonder if he could maybe like ignite that team to actually get their first dub. Maybe he can. Maybe he can't. But I just think the Vikings have a lot more problems than just their offense. I think they're yeah. playing poorly as well. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers just shredded them on every play. The Titans beat them badly. With yeah. Derek Henry and Tannehill played well. And then the second game they played, the Colts literally just pick six them every play. They safety them. They beat them up badly. So I just think there's a lot more problems than just the offense. Yeah. I think the offense will pick up because Justin Jefferson, as I talked about before, is a stud. And Dalvin Cook's a stud. Mm-hmm. And Kirk Cousins is a good player. But I just don't see them winning more than like five or six games at this point. They just really well. They've been a really big disappointment and a shock to me. The other shock to me has been how well the um, the Bears and the Patriots have been playing. And I know that the Bears' defense is good, and they haven't been playing anybody spectacular, but they've been winning all these games. You see Nick right Foles now. is the starter yeah. now? I and I talked about that when we talked about the Bears and the NFC North. I said Foles will take over eventually this year. I didn't think it would be this soon, but it's yeah. here, and it's now, and he's winning games, yeah. and he's the starter next week. I can't believe they didn't have him start from the get-go. I understand why. I get the reason, Gabe, we talked about it before. Yeah, because you said it was a pride thing. It's a pride thing. Like, you see that Mahomes and Watson in the same draft class, and they're balling out, and you want your guy to be up there with them. And, you know, you just kind of have a little bit of a pride issue. And now you got Foles in, and I think Matt Nagy needs to stick with Foles. I think he'll win them some games. So, I think the Bears, if they stick with Foles, they could be a playoff dark horse team for sure. And they'll challenge the Packers. Do you think it's a little bit of smoke and mirrors, though? Do you think – I mean, there's like the, – the very first game they played, it was the, it was Lions, the Lions and the they Bears, came back and they that. came back. And I just feel like – I don't know what happened that game, but like they just have had like very unstructured – Well, yeah, yeah. Like you know I said, I mean? like I, I don't think they've been playing anybody spectacular. They played Atlanta, Detroit, and I think the second game was that against the Giants. Dude, what's wrong with Atlanta right now? Like they have these huge leads and then they just blow them. I think it's Dan Quinn. I think it comes down to coaching and you're just okay. I mean – he was there, obviously, in the collapse in the Super Bowl. 
he's overseen a lot of collapses in Atlanta. I don't think it's necessarily, you know, Matt Ryan's fault or the defense's fault even. I think it's Dan Quinn. Okay. I think Dan Quinn's got to go. It's, that's it's what happens now. when you have, like, a coach that's a defensive coach with a high-powered offense. He doesn't, he, doesn't know, <laughs> he doesn't know how to either close out a game and he doesn't know how to separate himself. It's always this – the Atlanta Falcons are always in this – race like a back and forth race they're never a bonafide winner so I think yeah I think Dan Quinn's been so used to having these legendary defenses the Legion of Boom that he's like okay even if we get a lead my defense will protect my lead I don't have to worry about this anymore I'll just call three run plays and we'll just punt yeah. and who's, we'll be fine but you're playing first, with the Falcons defense yeah. who's the first coach that you think is going to get fired him or Adam Gase Adam Gase I think Dan Quinn no I think Dan Quinn just because of the expectations I think the Atlanta Falcons have higher expectations than the Jets ever did so I think that I think Dan Quinn will get fired this week. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah, I do. Too. Uh, if he doesn't win the game, he will. Or you think regardless? Uh, I think no, no. I mean, if if they beat the Packers, which would obviously be insane, then obviously they wouldn't fire him. But if they okay. lose to the Packers, especially if they get blown out, which I expect them to, I think the um, I think he'll be fired this week. I think he has to be. The thing is about the Falcons is especially last year. They won games that they shouldn't have won. Like they won against your Saints last year. They won against the 49ers. Like games where people had them like totally getting obliterated. Mm-hmm. They won. So I wouldn't be surprised if they actually beat the Packers just because they win games that they're not expected to win. Well, the thing is, Matt Ryan can throw for 400 yards a game. He could because he's got Calvin Ridley, who's a stud, and Julio Jones, who's obviously a monster. And yeah. he's now got Hayden Hurst as well. And the problem with the Falcons, though, is that they can't hold on to leads like I was talking about. They don't have a good defense that Dan Quinn can just say, okay, go get the stops because they don't have anything good. But Dan Quinn treats them like they do. And it's just not realistic. And you see the onside kick against the Cowboys, huge lead, blew it on an onside kick, which never should have happened. That was insane. And then they give up a lead to the Bears. Like, come on. Yeah. Nick Foles and Mitchell Trubisky beat you, and you got beaten week one. It's just, it's just not – it shouldn't happen. And I think Dan Quinn should be fired after this week. But Yeah. I mean, just because you have low expectations for a coach doesn't mean, like, he shouldn't get fired. Like, if you have no, low I mean, expectations for a coach, I think you should be fired. Oh, Adam Gase should be fired in the next week or two. They got to bring Todd game. Bowles back, bro. Todd Bowles should be the coach of the Jets, right? Todd now. Bowles is the GOAT. Dan Quinn or Jamal Adams wouldn't have left if Todd Bowles is the coach, I don't think. Yeah. Are you being serious? Are you being – No, I'm absolutely serious. Oh, really? Jamal Adams would leave if Todd Bowles is your coach, not okay. Gase. What about you, Wadi? Like disappointing teams. Yeah. So my the teams that I've actually been super surprised with, no doubt. I think my number one's New England. They've just looked so good. They look like a playoff team. Um, and honestly, I really think that just with Belichick, they can beat anyone in the NFL right now. They still have a top defense. I don't think Cam's ever played besides with like Luke Keekley and like that one year with a top defense. And that's the year that he won the Super Bowl. And Cam, Cam looks like the real deal um, this year. Um, for me, the biggest bust has been the Eagles. <laughs> I mean, just, I the whole think. NFC East. Yeah. And I, I, like I said, that's every year, the NFC East. Yeah. Sucks. I just don't think that, I think the NFC should just be, or NFC East should just be discontinued. <laughs> yeah, everyone should be cut, go back to college. Yeah. College teams. Uh, something that like has stood out to me is how good Green Bay's looked. Um, I think going into the season, Aaron Rodgers has looked like a completely different person. He got his swag back. He, he looks jacked, 
I don't know. It was just how he carried himself last year. Almost seemed lackadaisical. Um, poor decision. No, yeah, no leadership on the field. And this year, he's like smiles. Um, they might be like down by three, and he's cool, relaxed. He's not forcing the ball anywhere. Alan Lazard, I don't know how he's going to finish like the season and stuff, but he looks good for Devontae Adams being out. And I think that was like one of the biggest question marks is you guys didn't bring anyone in to help Aaron Rodgers. And they have, they honestly have the exact same team as last year, and they just got their swag back. They look good, and Aaron Rodgers is looking like a franchise quarterback. He's looking like a top three quarterback again. Yeah, I, and yeah. then I think the defense in the run game kind of carried them last year, and this year it's Aaron Rodgers carrying them, which is like old times. Which I think yeah, exactly vintage Aaron Rodgers. And you're right; they won two games without Devontae Adams playing at all. Right, it's my Saints. Like they were tearing Aaron Rodgers was tearing me up against the Saints, and we got penalties as well. But I mean, they got we got torn up by Aaron Rodgers and Alan Lazard. And, like, one of the things, too, is I think we're realizing how good of a running back Aaron Jones is. He right. can do it all. I'm not saying he's a top five running back in the league, but you see how important it is to have a, like, Swiss Army knife, that running back, somebody who could catch, run, and then he's in a little committee, too. I bet, like, week five or six, like, fantasy owners are going to see, like, Jamal Williams. Uh, A.J. Dillon's never going to get on the field. They're second-round draft pick, but – um, I don't know. I just – I really like how Green Bay looks, and that defense is solid. So, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Um, I would have to say my biggest surprise is the Rams. I would say, like, the, I didn't expect anything from the Rams, especially when it came to the NFC West. I just thought it was going to be the – like I said, like the – was it the Seahawks and the Cardinals fighting for first – and then you have the Rams and the 49ers just fighting not to be last. And, um, yeah, I just think that the Rams are actually holding their own, especially now that they've let go of Todd Gurley and they actually have, like, kind of some youth to their offense. They got Jalen Ramsey. I think they just have a really good team. And, you know, when they let go of uh, – what is his name? Uh, Corey Littleton and started letting go of their big pieces on defense, I didn't think they would hold up. But they're actually doing really good. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing is, like with the Rams, we're in for a wild ride in the NFC West. Um, I talked about it when we talked NFC West. I said this is the best division in the league, and it's still, I definitely think it is. There's the only division so far that everyone is positive right now. Yeah. Cardinals, Niners, and Rams are all two and one. Seattle's obviously undefeated. Um, and, you know, San Francisco's operating without Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle being hurt. Osa's out completely. Who's better, in your opinion, Jimmy G or Nick Mullins? <laughs> I think Jimmy G, but actually Nick Mullins isn't bad. We saw him two years ago when when Gra- uh, Garoppolo was out the first time yeah, with the yeah. ACL tear, and he played pretty well. He's a pretty good player. Yeah, but um, Garoppolo just knows the offense. He's a little more um, a shrewd operator than Nick Mullins is. Uh, he knows how to take care of the ball a little better too. But I think at this point, it's hard to even judge who's going to be last because Arizona's a little better than I thought. The Rams are slightly better than I thought. The Niners are about the same, and the Seahawks are about as good as I thought. So it's going to be a wild ride in the NFC West. Yeah. I know. Yeah, another player that I was surprised about is you know who's not doing so bad is Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, he's not doing good, but like against the Dolphins or when he was uh, playing no. against the Jaguars, I thought he did really good. I was like, damn. Shut off your mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's like, to a, he's just a two in the game. So, but who do you think? When, do, uh, what you call it? When do you think two is going to actually start? I wish I wish he would start not against Seattle. I think that's a tough ask. But I think after the Seattle game, I think he should start. I think yeah. if if the Dolphins um, 
get like one game above above 500, I think it's time for Tua. I I still don't think they're going to rush him, uh, especially if they're going to get some dubs in the way. But I think I said earlier, I think that he I said I, he would start by week seven. Yeah. So I, I think I still stand by that. Maybe a little earlier, maybe week six. Yeah, but, I'm with that as well. I think. I think another team that's been two teams that have actually been disappointing, and they're both in the same conference as the Buccaneers and the Saints. Those teams have really not lived up to their hype, especially the Buccaneers. I mean, I had the Buccaneers winning the no. NFC South. I think the Bucs are about what I thought they were. The Saints have been disappointing from a defensive standpoint. I just think our offense just needs Thomas to come back and some more health. Yeah, but you guys rely way too – like when you take one player out of the out of the combination of all your guys' players, you guys fall apart. But and if you so look at like the composition of our team, we're like the one team that has pretty much nothing outside of a top receiver. So when you take When's him out the last of the time offense, you guys were negative this early on? We're always negative early on. We lose like every first game and second yeah, game. We're always a bad start team. And yeah. then the Buccaneers, Tom, Tom Brady just can't quite yet connect with his receivers. Like I was watching the Broncos game. I think it was Chris Godwin. And it just like Chris Godwin looked at it and it just bounced right off of his helmet. And then like Tom Brady was like, what the F is, like, is going on, dude? Like. Yeah, I mean, just, Mike Evans caught two touchdowns, but they were both one-yard touchdowns. Yeah, they were both like, one-yarders. No, there's nothing else he can do. Like, it doesn't look like him and Tom Brady have a wavelength. Him and Godwin actually started to get going last week a little bit, and then Godwin, yeah, and then got, Godwin hurt. got hurt. Yeah. Right, and but I actually like, saw Gronk actually catch a pass, which I haven't seen him catch a pass in, like, he looks like, so slow, dude. three years. <laughs> like, I don't know. He looks horrible. Gronk but, looks yeah. like he's in pain, bro. <laughs> Bucks defense is legit, like I thought they were. But I mean, they were playing yeah. Denver, but – and they have Todd Bowles, so that helps. right, right, right. That's yeah. Like, I don't think people. I don't even want to talk about Tom Brady because I don't want to give him any more credit because it's going to be that defense. It's more like, okay, Tom, like you got to score like at least once a quarter and maybe get a field goal, and then the defense can hold it down. I think that's the only way the Bucks win. But I can't see if the Bucks do end up making a playoff. Like, I would be really surprised. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, what do you guys think? Because <laughs> I know, Riley, you had the Washington football team only winning, what, like two games, three games? No, I had them winning four. Oh, you had them winning four? Do you think yeah, four they're going to – I know they're like a really crappy team, but do you think that they're actually going to win more than four games after you've seen what you've seen? I think they're actually competing. I think they can win five games. Six. Yeah. But I think whoever wins the NFC East is going to be negative or eight and eight. I don't I think they're going to go positive in this division. It's so bad. That's, well, the Cowboys dude, have a I terrible mean, the Washington defense. football team is literally first in the NFC East, and they've only won one game. It's because, I mean, Washington football teams, their defense is going to carry them, obviously. That D-line is legit. And then yeah, Terry McLaurin's a stud, as Ryan you know, and Adi have talked about for a while. Terry McLaurin's a stud. Yeah. And especially in that, um, what was the game against the Cardinals? He was a stud in that game. Yeah. But, you know, they still lost. But, you know. Yeah, but the thing, they've actually, they almost were my surprise team, actually. Um, just because I think that they are like, I don't think that offensive line is good. I don't think their running backs are good. I think that they got skill positions at wide receiver. And I think Terry McLaurin is incoming one of the best wide receivers to come in the future. Um, but I think they're a quarterback away, dude, honestly, from being com a competitive football team. I, yeah. like, I, I, and like, I hate watching games where I'm like, dang, I wish, this player could be on a better team or this player could be on a better team. And I just uh, feel like that for Terry McLaurin. But at the same time, if he had a Nick Foles in that system, somebody who would be like a quarterback too, 
fringe one, I really do think that Washington might be undefeated this year. I might change my stance. I think Alex Smith maybe could start and be the savior for this team. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Do you guys – like, yeah, I remember talking about right, the beginning. Yeah. Do you guys think Alex Smith could start? Honestly, I, I, I didn't think like, so, but no, I thought Haskins hey. was kind of like the young player that they wanted to give him a chance. But I think if the NFC East is this bad and Alex Smith is ready to play, I'd put him in there because I think you could win the division this year. Yeah. Like you throw Alex Smith in the game. Because and that's not saying much. <laughs> it's NFC. not saying much. Like, I think but, Washington would win seven games and maybe make the playoffs somehow. But if you do that, like, that's such a big, you know, cachet for your football team, especially like the watch them, yeah, watch, you know? watch them go seven and eight and then win the Super Bowl. Like, they just went out. The Washington I mean, they wouldn't football do that, team first year. <laughs> they make the playoffs. Like, they can make the playoffs, I think, with Alex Smith. No, no offense so, to Dwayne Haskins. He's so, a good player, but, you know. As far as right now, because we haven't done any of the other weeks, so this is our first week talking about, like, in-game, in-season. Right. Would you guys change any of your views that you can remember off the top of your head as far as, like, how you think this season's going to go? Because well, <laughs> I, I don't think, I don't think uh, Adam Thielen's going to be comeback player of the year. I think Cam Newton's going to be comeback player of the year now. Um, I'll stick with Ben still, but, yeah, Cam Newton's definitely the front-runner by a mile. Yeah. But I think Ben can still do it just because the Steelers are playing so well. Yeah. But if I was going to mend anything, the first one would be the Vikings, as I talked about. I, yeah. just, I was completely wrong about Huge that. Huge letdown. The Broncos, I won't like say I was wrong just because of the injuries, but they aren't going to make the playoffs like I thought they were. Yeah. And the other thing I think that I would amend is obviously, you know, Saquon tore his ACL. I can't do anything about that. I picked him for Offensive Player of the Year. I, I can't do anything about that. Yeah, um, no, you but can't predict that. if I had to, like, insert a new player for Offensive Player of the Year, I think Alvin Kamara could be a okay. definitive contender. I, I, yeah, I could see that. He's the I best think once the done. Saints offense gets going, I told you guys he, when he's healthy, he's a monster. He was not healthy last year. He did not play well. Yeah, I think he's, he's doing a monster well. this year. And I think it's going to be one of those situations where Drew Brees is still going to be accurate. He's still going to make some good throws. But he's I think make some run through five-yard passes. That's what Drew Brees has always been. It's not like it's a new thing. Drew Brees has always been that way. He's the most accurate quarterback in the history of the game. It's not But close. that's all he can do now. Like when I, I remember watching that's all he's been able to uh, Colin do, like, Coward is he was talking, he was like, it takes a little extra now to watch Drew Brees throw it down the field. It takes his whole body to throw it more than 15, 20 yards, and he just looks tired. He's always been that way though. Even when he was he's younger, always been he tired. Just, <laughs> I just I mean, it's it's expected when you're older, it's gonna take a little bit more, but he definitely still has the accuracy. That's always how he's always been. So all right, hold oh, on. Have- what do you think about that, Audie? Like any any wounds that you would like to mend that before the season started to now? Uh, you know, nothing really. I had, you know, Tyler. <laughs> nothing Murray. really. I'm a god. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been like all my. my are legit. <laughs> I'm not gonna say everything that I've said is uh, like a hundo per se. I'm sure I said like the Vikings are gonna be like second in their division, or something like that. And they honestly looked like one of the worst teams. Right now in the NFL, they did improve last game, but I don't know. I, I just can't see the play getting better. Thank God they have Dalvin Cook. I have uh, Thielen on my fantasy team, and that's been really hard to watch. But um, I don't know. I think just something like I want to highlight is how good I had the Bills being a Super Bowl team this year. Um, and I said that in the podcast before, and I think I, ha- I had them as the most improved team coming into the season. Um, as well and the best draft in the season and I think it's just been really showing that how they draft they didn't draft any big names that just stood out like anything crazy but they just solidified 
their defense and their offense on both sides of the ball. I think as time goes on that the running backs will get more involved and they will be a more run heavy um, offense. Something though that scares me about the Bills is they have one of the easiest opening schedules, uh, I think this year. And the end of their schedule, the last like six, seven games, they're playing, you know, all playoff teams. So I think you're really gonna see what Josh Allen's really made out of. Um, I can't wait for two to step foot on the field. I think that would be one thing that I might switch is I said that Tua, I'll still stick by this. I said Tua should have been the number one pick overall. He's the best quarterback coming out of the draft draft class. Um, Burroughs played okay. Um, and I've talked a lot of crap on Burrow. You know, I was really, really, really negative on Burrow, and I still hate Burrow. I think that he looks scared out there, and I just feel like for all the hype coming out of college of him being the best NFL quarterback to ever come out of college, setting all these records, winning the championship, all that, I just don't think he's played like one. So um, that would be, I don't know, something you guys might be able to bash me on later down the road if he ends up, you know, passing for 4,000 plus yards, 30 plus TDs, stuff like that. T Higgins looked good uh, week three. So he caught two TDs. I'm glad to see um, him getting involved. I love just seeing rookies get involved. Justin Jefferson and the Vikings week three as well. So it was really cool to see that. So I don't know, you know, I don't remember everything that I said, um, but I kind of like um, my takes so far coming into the season. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll do this last question before we end this. Um, so going into this week, I'm going to list off the, the teams that are going to play, and then you guys just say which team you think is going to win, and that's it. No details really. Just say which teams that you guys think are going to win. So Broncos versus Jets. Broncos. If you guys had to bet money, five bucks. Broncos. I take the Broncos. Broncos. I know the Jets Broncos. are going 0-16, so I'm going to stick with okay. Broncos. I'll go – I really don't want the Broncos to win just because they're in the AFC West, but I think they will win. But they're not even a threat to you yeah. like, at this point. Yeah. Ravens or the football team? Ravens. Ravens. <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope the football team would win. That would be sick. Chargers or Buccaneers? Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers. I'm going to go Bucks just because the Chargers' defense is seriously – torn up so all right uh seahawks versus dolphins dolphins let's get seahawks <laughs> if two plays that'd be sick hey, um, I'm seahawks but watch out for Tua. he might get in if they're down by like 40 or something so 40. <laughs> brings them back yeah i would say seahawks vikings texans two oh and three teams texans Texans. I think go, I think Vikings. I'm gonna go Vikings because I think that they're gonna have a bounce back week. Yeah, I think Justin Jefferson's gonna go off this week. I'm definitely gonna start him. I think Deshaun is pissed off that he had to play the three best teams in the AFC in his first three weeks. He's gonna come out firing against the Vikings. I think he's lost all libido. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Saints versus Lions. I'm gonna have to go Lions on this one. You already know my you already know my pick. I'll, I'll be a good game, but I got the Saints. They're not you already know why I'm here. Yeah, I think it'll be closer than people expect. But I'll yeah, go. Lions probably are going to win by like 15. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Browns versus Cowboys. I think I picked the I'm picking the Browns. I'm picking the Browns as well. Yeah, I think I'll the Cowboys the just self destruct. <laughs> See, the only thing is, is like with the Cowboys, is they do enough to stay in, and then at the very end, they'll give like their best effort. 
That's yeah. like what happened with the Seahawks. I've, I've never seen a better second half or third quarter team I've ever seen in my life in the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they just do enough ball. to stay in, and then all of a sudden they just kick it into third gear. And no, I swear. Quarter. I've never seen a team play better than the Cowboys do in third quarters and early fourth quarters in blowouts. I've never yeah. seen a team play better. Yeah. I know. C.D. Lamb has like zero yards going in the second quarter, ends up with like 130. or like. And Michael Gallup has like two catches for 70 yards. Yeah. <laughs> like legit. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So we got Bengals and Jaguars again. Give me, give me the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going Bengals. Jaguars. Okay. Colts Bears. That was actually a tough one. I'll I'll take the Colts. I'll take the Colts as well. Hey, hey just to let you know, uh, Philip Rivers has the highest QBR right now, or passer uh, completion percentage. Okay. Well, yeah, when you feel like four passes a game, because Jonathan Taylor <laughs> runs like forty yard, forty yard carries a game. Still like two eighty plus every game. So. All right, Cardinals, Panthers. Let's Cardinals. See. Cardinals all day. Cardinals. Yeah, I got cards. Um, Giants, Rams. Definitely I want the, the Giants to do good. I just don't want to see them go defeated. But I think the Rams one, are going to pull this one, one out, especially after one. seeing the Rams and Bills. I think the Rams figured it out. I think without Saquon, I've lost all interest, so I'll take the, the Rams. Okay. Or Daniel Jones. I know. I lost interest in Daniel Jones. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Here we go. Bills versus Raiders, and the Bills are at Raiders. Bills. I'll take the Raiders. You know, I'm a Raider fan, but I, I, I got to pick the Bills. They're, they're one of the best teams. Always against the Raiders. All right. I'm let's not, see. Patriots not. and Prove Chiefs. I did when the Patriots oh. played the Raiders and I bet Riley you were like oh you're gonna lose them. oh no the Saints the Saints we lost by and you were, no the or the Saints versus the Raiders you were like oh well you better pay Riley now and well, then look I, at that I would I would sound stupid because I have the Bills winning the division and the Patriots beat us so yeah you could still uh, all right whatever all right yeah so I guess I'm the minority with that um Patriots versus Chiefs this was a tough one. I got Pats. I got the Pats as well. I'm gonna get the Chiefs. The Chiefs are gonna win that easily. I I, I said that too in the when we were going over schedule. I said the Chiefs' first loss will be to the Patriots. I think okay. it's the kryptonite for Patrick Mahomes is that defense and Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah. I yeah. I can see that. Um. All right. Eagles. 49ers. That's gonna be terrible if Garoppolo doesn't play. But I'll take the Niners. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Monday night football, Falcons, Packers. I'm going to take the Falcons. Definitely take the Packers. I'm taking yeah. the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have the Steelers and the Titans, and, uh, and both Julio. COVID teams right now. If they play, then I'll definitely take Pittsburgh. Mm, I, I don't know. They're both 3 0. So I think I, Pittsburgh I think, is. I wish I would have doubled down on I Pittsburgh th- early yeah. on because I said I think, 11 and 5, but yeah. I think they're even better than I thought they were. I think the Titans are just a really scrappy football team. So, I mean, they I have think, like the most pro style offense in the NFL. So, yeah. So, yeah, I would definitely, I'll, I'll go with the I'm Titans. Going, I'm going Titans too. I'm definitely going Steelers. It's going to okay. be a great game, though. Great so, game. I think the underdogs that I have, I have the Falcons against the Green Bay Packers. And I, I think, think my, yeah, I think my big underdog would be the, the Patriots, really. Patriots yeah, versus Falcons. the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, I think that's my underdog team. Yeah. For sure. No, if you had to – all right. How many people do you think it would have to take to take down Andy Reid? No, we should We're do – We're talking about Patrick Mahomes. We should do F1, marry one, 
and kill one. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it would take like three 200-pound Wells catfishes to take down Andy Reid. Wells <laughs> catfish. Do you well, think, I, Riley, do you think alone, do you think you could take down Andy Reid? Absolutely not. He's got raw power, bro. He's got raw, just yeah. raw strength. You know what Did I want to do to Andy Reid is just get a bunch of mini corn dogs and throw them as hard as I can at his face shield. <laughs> I just think have you ever seen like elephant seals fight in the wild? Like that's that's, Andy, that's Andy Reid. He's just I feel like Andy Reid when Audie would throw like the cor- mini corn dogs at him, he'd be like a chameleon. His little tongue would go out and he would like, catch the <laughs> like, little mini corn dogs. Or his face shield would absorb them. Yeah. Or I, I feel like when I would like try to charge Andy Reid, I would just absorb into his body and he would just become stronger. Yeah, he exactly. has a bottle of uh, Heinz ketchup in his back pocket. He just light. It squirts up. into Patrick Mahomes' mouth. He, he would take all your Patrick calories, Mahomes Gabe, and Heinz ketchup. He would take all the calories you have in your body, Gabe, and just absorb them. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he Andy. I heard Andy Reid eats three McDoubles before every quarter. <laughs> Twelve McDoubles a game. <laughs> He's like, I hope this goes overtime. <laughs> I hope this goes over. When the Chiefs lose, he doesn't eat till his next game. That's that, <laughs> yeah, he yeah, he's like uh, what's his name, Joey Chestnut. And then yeah. for every touchdown, he eats one McFlurry. He hasn't missed a meal since last year in like week six. I know. <laughs> listens to this. He's just crying on the way to work. He's like, <laughs> this is his fuel tape. <laughs> something I think that he's gonna name his first son Andy Reed Mahomes. That's a That's good disgusting. one. Andy Reid. <laughs> he just names it Patrick Reed. We find out that Pat, or Patrick Mahomes' kid is actually Andy Reid's kid. Ew, he's got like a mustache when he comes out. He's got like, <laughs> he looks like a baby seal. <laughs> like, whoa, that's that's kind of sick. I don't know why that kid has flippers, but he does. <laughs> but all right, guys. Well, as I always say, all good things come to an end. And, uh, you know, next week we will do another podcast covering week four and then going into week five. We're going to try to do these more daily, but, you know, life is what life is, and it's crazy sometimes. But thank you for listening. Appreciate it. And uh, we love listening to your feedback and the feedback you send us on Twitter, on Instagram. We really appreciate it. Uh, Tell your friends about us. Tell your grandparents about us. Tell the people you hate about us. Tell everyone. Tell Andy Reid. Tell Andy Reid. We want Andy Reid. Tell Andy Reid. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Tell, tell Andy Reid lunches on me. Lunches. <laughs> you gotta be ready to drop like 300 bucks, bro. <laughs> but anyways, guys, thank you for listening. Have a great day.